G'day, welcome to episode 496 of the Aussie Tech Head. How are you doing? It is the 28th of July, 2016. It's a Thursday night once again, and we are trying to be live on Facebook. So hopefully if you're watching us on Facebook Live, uh, yeah, I hope it's not buffering. We're having a bit of a buffer issue, but you know, that's the internet. I don't know when the HFC and NBN is going to roll out, but geez, hanging out for it. All right, tonight we've got a great show. We're gonna, we've rounded out up some stories, and we're going to tell you all about them and bring you right up to date. But first, I must tell you that we are brought to you by ATH Web Hosting. That is Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting, ATH Web Hosting. Go and have a look at there if you need some hosting for your business blog or whatever. Also, AussieTechRadio.com. Tune it up on the TuneIn Radio app, or go to AussieTechRadio.com and listen from there. It's a radio station, more or less, a 24-7. No ads. I think there's any ads. No, no ads. It's it's ad free. It's uh, ad free. Ad free. How do you do? How you do prefer you like it to have some ads? Yeah, we'd I'm like some ads. So if anyone's interested, yeah, you can. You can give us a roll, and we'll take your money. That's right. Give me a yell because we are looking at building that building that system out, hopefully. Also, Facebook contacts on facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Ads, youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Ads, and the webpage at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast where you can find all the show notes, whatever we talk about, uh, most of the important stuff, we will put into a list and put them on the web so you can see where the actual stories are if you wish to follow them up and read further into some of them. Uh, good news this week, I'll talk to, about that in a moment because we've also got to tell you, don't forget the Aussie Max Zone. They've uh, done their 150th show last week and they've got prizes to give away, so go on down like that and suss it out. Now, let's get into it. I'll tell you about some other shows soon because there is one more show that's come out this week. hasn't been out for six months, but we'll find about that in a bit. Uh, but well, first, we're going to see who's on tonight. We've got Eric, as usual, and Jace. Remember Jace Warlock? One of the great top two podcasters here in Australia. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Did you Thanks. say you're having problem with buffering? Buffering? That's the one. They, they call it my stutter, but it's not. It's buffer. <laughs> that it's nearly rhymes, right. doesn't it? That's all right. <laughs> All right, so what's been going on, Jase? Well, I moved up to the mid-north coast of New South Welsh again. Good. And we got the NBN, so it's nice here, a bit yeah. quieter than the big cities and stuff, but um, yeah, that's the go. relax a bit more. That's the kind of thing you can do when you've got a job that's online. Isn't that good? Yes. I was, I was only looking for jobs uh, just out of interest online, like remote jobs. There's a site, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Flex Jobs. You heard okay. of that site, yeah? And apparently they—that's uh, where you go. That's the go-to place. Apparently, you get all the uh, what do they call it? The, um, oh, the name of it just popped out the, of my head. All the, uh, the fly-in, fly-out. No, just the, the, the <laughs> telecommute. The, the, the tele telecommute. <laughs> you have to talk to Gina Reinhardt oh, right. about that one. <clears throat> yeah, she'll pay you. She'll pay you well. She she'll knows give you five bucks an hour if you're lucky. Mm. Mm. Always puts on a good feed, too, at her house. Now, <laughs> it looks like it, yeah. Oh, good God. <laughs> now, well, Ooh, she does. Edit, she, edit, edit, edit point. Well, I'm not saying anything. Now, um, <laughs> really? Okay. 438. I'll write that down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you push me into these things. I don't know. I, didn't, I said it in all good heartedness. Now, Okay, now, Jace, you've brought, brought another uh, old fart geeks is out. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, finally, we've got another episode. It's, people have been waiting, chomping at the bit since uh, last uh, September. September, it was. We discovered before Will was going to even have his kid, and 
now it's nine months old, we're like, wow, we should do a show, I guess. Yeah. And what did you talk about this episode? Um, we talked about uh, Laser Shoot Larry. Oh, yeah. uh, some friends of mine got a new game out called um, Hyper Sentinel. It's from uh, Houston. They used to have a lot of Commodore 64 and Amiga games back in the day, and they've got a couple of Kickstarter things been going lately. So um, been supporting them and cool new... Now back uh, to uh, Laser Shoot Larry. Yeah. That's a game blast from the past. Yeah. That's why it's on well, all the That's why it's a retro technology show. So he, was, about he was a sleazebag, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, was he very My cousin thought it was hilarious, and they're like five girls at the time, teenagers. So, <laughs> <laughs> and leisure suit, Larry. And look, I got carried, I got carried away with talking to Jace there for a sec. I got, I got all uh, flustered, but we were talking to the greatest podcaster in Australia. I forgot to introduce <laughs> Eric. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it does. Oh, happen. It's all right, mate. Hey. I understand. When, you, when, you, <laughs> when you're not in the top, is. when you're not in the top hundred, there's no point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you been going, Eric? Anyway, good. All right. Since last Very week. Good. good, good, good. Since last week. Yeah. I officially started my law degree today, yesterday. Right. Good, good. So, um, what have you learned I'm so far? I'm hoping, um, well, I'll hold up a book. Now, you tell me something. Mm-hmm. Ethics in law. Well, what do you need that for? You don't need that to be a lawyer. It's exactly the opposite. <laughs> Jason, it's funny you say that because. I thought to myself, that shouldn't that just be blank pages? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all two pages. Don't do it. Shouldn't this yeah. page be intentionally left blank? Yeah, if you, I think you just fill it in yourself. Yeah, you can download Take it. it it's a, you go along. That's how everybody else does it. You can download it. It's a it's a zero byte file. So there you go. <laughs> zero there you text go. file. That's right. All right. Now, look, let's get into some stories. Let's see what's going on again around around the place. It has been, as Jay said to me before the show, again, it's been a slow couple of weeks. Nothing really is going mm. on, like unless you want to talk Pokemon. But, uh, no. um, I know Eric. Eric you, does. You despise it, Eric. Sounds like you, you're actually despising it. No, I don't despise it. I don't, I don't despise anything except you. But <laughs> no, I don't despise anything. Mm. It's just that. When people get taken by a craze, it just annoys me. Because mm. it'll be like this. It'll be this. Yeah. Straight up, don't straight go down. for none of but, that newfangled hoity-toity crap. But good on Pokemon for creating a buzz because they're going to make a fortune out of this. Yeah. So on yeah, a commercial did you, did you level, hear what happened about congrats. That? No. When, when the Pokemon Go came out, everybody, oh, everybody was happy because Nintendo shares went through the roof and then they found out it's not published by Nintendo and they don't get any money, so their shares dropped through the floor again. <laughs> Back to where it should have been. Sorry. Yeah, it's owned by the Pokemon whoever, Corporation. Well, whoever did it, good for them. I make a few million dollars in a very short period of time. And uh, if they can relax at Bermuda for a while, good for them. Hmm. Google Google made it through their Niantic project. They also did the Ingress years ago that I've been doing. Yes. And they just re- repurposed that for Pokemon Go. It's the same system. Yeah, right. Nice. Well, I, I did see today, actually, that it, there was a, it, was, it looked like a, an American that created it. He had a bit of a write-up. But I think that's a bit of the thing with, like, if you enter this dot-com world, you know, you, yes. I think you only really have a... Geez, you'd be lucky to have a five-year business plan, wouldn't you, Eric? You'd be aiming for... Oh, uh, that depends. It depends. Get in and if get you, out? Mm, depends. It depends what, you know, You know, if you're going to develop something like an electric car, it's not really online, but, you know, the technology and all, it just depends on the business, I think. 
Mm. If you were Apple smart, you'd create one app like Instagram, right, and sell it to Facebook for five billion dollars and get the hell out of there. Yeah, but it's like that uh, Farmville, you know, and all these sort of games. And oh, stuff I remember like. that, and and uh, and uh, Angry Birds. Yeah, Angry yep. Birds has gone off the boil, hasn't it? Farmville used to be great, but then after a while, you think, nah, not playing it anymore. I just saw there's a new Plants vs Zombies come out. That's a good game. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, is that that where the, the zombies <laughs> come at you? Like, yeah, I got no yeah. idea. I just saw it mentioned on somebody's. But the Facebook. thing is, if you're a company that comes up with a few games, you're okay. You know, you keep developing one game, bring it out, creates a bit of a buzz, you make some money. That dies in the butt. You create another game, same thing, buzz, make some money, dies in the butt. Hmm. That's fine. That's part of the you know the the that's part of the dynamic nature of online gaming or apps, but. If you've got a company with one game and you don't do anything else, That's I think you're going to be in yeah. trouble if no one buys you. Mm. I think that Rovio. happened to the, the uh, yeah. That's who I was They made say. 57 dud games before they got to Angry Birds. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the they didn't have made bankrupt. another one since. Yeah. Now they're, they're gone, aren't they? Oh, they no, they did. Um, they've done several Angry Birds in space, Angry Birds Star Wars edition, and then they did um, Bad Piggies, which that's was the pig side yeah. of the story. And did, that's did they, um, did they was it? Did they sell? I'm assuming they sold the rights to the movie as well. Yeah, they got the movie. They, they got the, so the movie's happening. But um, back on the Pokemon thing, that was a Nintendo trademark and intellectual property. How did this guy get his hands on it? It's owned by the um, Pokemon Corporation. They created a whole corporation for it. Yeah, but initially didn't wasn't it owned by Nintendo? It was created by one of the guys at Nintendo. He wanted to. Um, it was based on his uh, fondness for insects, and he used to go out collecting them and. Oh, this is way the back then, or, or now? Yeah, way back then. Right, and how did he and split then, it out of Nintendo? Was, but wouldn't that intellectual property belong to Nintendo? They must have split it out at some stage into a separate company, I guess. Well, the only thing I can think of is that. If they split it out into a separate company, then it's still owned by Nintendo. Or it died in the butt years ago, and, they, and this guy said, "Oh, look, can I buy it off you?" And they said, "Yeah, whatever, take it." Because otherwise, he'd be getting his pants sued of him. The Pokemon Company is a Japanese company. It's responsible for marketing and licensing Pokemon franchise, established through joint investment by three businesses holding copyright on Pokemon, Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. Well, so Nintendo good. has got a stake in it, then. They've got a stake in it, but they don't own it, so that's why the shares we're so not they, in them. So they'd be, getting royal, they'd be getting royalties. Yeah. More, my, more than the actual... My only thing is that if you're, if you're confined to a certain space, you don't get any. You can't find any Pokemons. Or they come every three or four days. Not like you don't... Yeah, there's not much happening where I am in town, in this little town, country town. Yeah, and like if you... What, what town would that be, Jason? <laughs> One on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Oh, that, come on. But that does about a bit. But, like, I, I know... And also, you've got to get to a level five before things start opening up. And, you know, like the yep. gyms and, and all this sort of stuff. Before And choose your team and everything. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you've got to be pretty keen to, to you know, stick that out, I reckon, to level five. Like, There's one, one good thing that's been happening, though, is a lot of people who have mental problem, mental health problems and anxiety and stuff couldn't leave their house and been going downhill with depression and stuff, are getting out of their house, walking the streets, catching Pokemon, getting exercise, which is helping with their uh, mental health and anxiety problems, and it's starting to help them recover from That's their cool. uh, issues. 
Yeah, well, that's a good that's a good outcome for the good good people get exercise. Yeah, like healthy body, healthy mind. That's what they say. But yeah, so just got bits get down. You never knew. <laughs> yeah, well, I know my little bloke. He watches this Minecraft videos. You know, they got just people playing. The never game. heard of it. What's that? Yeah, what is what? that? And uh, there's one of the guys. Oh, you might know the name off the top of your head. I don't know, Jace, but he, he he started in Minecraft, and now he, he's he's showing us all around the Pokemon, and he's quite well set up. He's out on the street and he's getting filmed. I don't know if he's got a a, a partner with him or whatever, but you know, on the video he produces, he's got his phone screen on one side, a picture of a video of him on the other side, and yeah, he, he goes yeah. pretty good. He's good. There's, there's, there's heaps of stuff out there on YouTube, and I think they're starting to be. Is there little splint offs now? of even the Pokemon Go game. There's other little games that are sort of tying all in and trying to, you know, jump on the bandwagon. But, uh, Although there are a lot of people who are uh, setting up computers with um, GPS uh, faking oh. coordinates and they feed it into their phone so you can go anywhere in the world and catch a Pokemon that might be down the road or in another country. <laughs> What's the point in cheating in a game? Like, yeah, in a game... In a game that gives you nothing, in a game that, that well, apart from the entertainment, I suppose, and, and, and zapping all your time, it gives you nothing. There's, you cannot win. There's no point no. in which you win and say, thanks, I'll take the check. There's none of that. It's just yeah. a, it's it's just like, a, well, like Minecraft sort of open-ended. Hmm. Hmm. I would, you're only cheating a game when you think, I just want to finish this off so I don't have to play it again. But you never finish. That's, yeah, that's not really a thing. There's one guy who's got all 400... Uh, 145 currently available Pokemon, but he's been travelling forever. Right. So do you reckon... So Yeah, so he's been travelling, like, different countries and stuff? Um, not sure where he's been going to, but... Oh, God, how much time him. would you have to have on your hands to do that? Too much. Unemployed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. What almighty. Yeah, well... Anyway, I thought we weren't talking talking about Pokemon. Move it along now. Yeah, okay. Now, I've look... never heard of it. <laughs> now, you might... Uh... You might you might think that things are going pretty bad, but ransomware is only to get to go and get worse, you know. And sooner or wouldn't it be wouldn't it be strange, you know? It'd probably get to a stage where you you capture Pokemon, but it was actually ransomware. And it up and stuff. I hope that happens. Yeah, you would. Now Cisco's done a 2016 mid-year cybersecurity report, and they've noted fragile infrastructures, poor network hygiene, poor network hygiene. And slow detection rates are the primary reasons corporations are falling victim to ransomware attacks. So, look, ransomware is on the up. It's, it's, and it's not just coming through emails now. It seems to be, you know, it's looked Browser-based, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's coming from all different sorts of places. So I believe Cisco believes it will become more dangerous in the coming months as new varieties come online. The report stated that 20% of Google Chrome users were not operating the newest version, even though... They were on auto updates. I'm not sure how that works. That's obviously something broken in Google Chrome. Yeah. Uh, and the situation gets worse with other regular software like uh, Java. There's 33% of systems still run Java SE 6. And at the moment, we're currently up to Java SE 10. Now, 10% of those running Microsoft Office 2013, which is not really that old. It's only one version behind the current version, 2016. So 10% of those running Microsoft 2013 Office have version 15, uh, have the latest service packs installed. So that's 90% of people who have Office 2013 haven't got the latest service packs. You would think that... Uh, well, I suppose they're not a... Oh, I, I update my stuff all the time. I'm always checking... 
about you know every three days or so I'll check Windows updates. I'll just do a quick check, you know, manual check. Because hmm. sometimes it sits in the background and I'll install it later. And yeah, same Skype with the office. Doesn't give you a choice. No, Skype's good that way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> bloody awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, so just so, a, uh, just a, yeah. So it's um, just, I always check my stuff. Hmm. Just just to fill you guys in, yeah, just before the show, we were just starting to get ready, ready to do the show, and Warlock pops off. Well, as in, like he drops out. <laughs> Rephrase. Yeah, he drops out of the Skype call, and you know, so he comes back in after five minutes. And we go, "What's?" And there he's going, "Oh, he's bloody Microsoft. They've just updated Skype." So he comes back in and says, "Yeah, my Skype just auto updated in the middle of a call." I was, call. Just, I was just taking a guess. I was taking Three a guess. Times. Yeah, so just as well you weren't in the middle of a a multi-billion sale with your stockbroker, Jace. You would have been. Can yeah. I just get you to? <laughs> what was that? Now, to help eventually reverse this situation, Cisco said companies must give malicious actors less time running free inside their systems. Uh, yeah, so it can't, hasn't got time to find the weak point. So there's obviously stuff coming that's looking and get being intruding into the system and yeah, into your system. It's not very good, is it? So that's, that's why Microsoft wants Windows 10 to just automatically update constantly so that everybody's always on the same version. Plus, it makes it easier for programmers because you want to use a cool feature in your app, but you don't know if people on Windows 10 Service Pack 1 have got the same features as some people who've got Windows 10 Service Pack 3 with DirectX 13 or whatever comes out. Yeah. And you say, well, some people can't do this cool thing, so I can't program it to that just in case they can't use it. Mm. So, like, well, while you're there, did you have? Are you going to talk about the Windows 10 tonight, or this week? Or do you want me to? I can continue with some information about that. I haven't got any you, Windows 10 stuff. All right, I can continue. Facial recognition. I've already got that. Yeah. So the the um, Microsoft, as you might remember, 29th of July, when whenever you're listening to this, is either been or has yet to be, but probably been. So that's the last day. 29th of July was the last day that you could update Windows 10 for free from from Windows 7, 8, or 8.1. Or 8.1, really, wasn't it? You had to update to 8.1. I'm assuming it, mid, no, midnight tomorrow. So anyway. Midnight tomorrow. Yeah, so Windows is moving to a uh, software as service or sort of like a uh, model, aren't they? they, they there's no more. You're not going to go down the shop and buy Windows 11. Or you're gonna, or you know, three years later, buy Windows 12. So what they're doing is now it's Windows 10, just with just regular updates, and it's just going to keep up to date, just like the Mac OS X. Uh, so on the second right. of August, okay. So anyone with Windows 10 on the second of August, there's going to be a happy anniversary <laughs> update. <laughs> Yay! Happy We're going to have cake and streamers and balloons and stuff. Yeah, remember, I remember when Windows 7 came out, they had Windows 7 parties. They, they yeah. wanted the How world. How funny to... were they? Yeah. No one showed up. <laughs> they sent me a, a version. opening till two in the morning, so you can go down there and get your windows. Yeah, they sent me a. Uh, they sent me a. a they sent ultimate. you. I remember that. They sent you a, a ultimate. Pack. Yeah, they sent me a, a Microsoft a Windows Seven Ultimate thirty two sixty four bit disk. I was laughing. Uh, anyway, that. Yeah, it was good. It was I good. did like. I did like Windows Seven a lot. Windows Ten just get a good. room. Windows, get a room. Is that how much you liked it? Yeah, yeah. That's how much I liked it. <laughs> um, facial recognition tools. Facial recognition tool Windows Hello 
can now be integrated into third-party applications like Dropbox. Now, what this Windows Hello, you can use this to log into applications like Dropbox with your facial feature. You have uh, to have special hardware camera. You can't just use your Logitech that you've had for the last five years. Oh, yeah, it's on the latest. It's on the latest computers. My um, what you call it? What's that thing? I oh, got what the Surface Four. Yeah. Yep. I got the um, you know, the developer updates on it because I'm yep. using it as a test machine, and that's got it on it, and it works on that. I just sort of put my face in front of it, just logs me in. Yeah, that's it says right. I used to have that on my Android. It says face unlocked, and it didn't matter how many times I smashed it into my face, it wouldn't un- <laughs> wouldn't do it. Is that what they mean? Did you type your type your try and type your name in with your head? Oh, that's it. Use your nose. Edge is also getting a handful of new updates like support for extensions, web notification integration with Windows 10 Action Center, and oh, it's a rubbish browser. Oh, isn't it what? It doesn't Grease work on other yeah, Who uses Edge? I like how, I know. But I like how they hide the, the, the Internet Explorer is still there, but they hide it. You've got to go yeah, looking yeah, for I it. I found it and I put it on my and I pinned it to my bar. Yeah, well, that's the first <laughs> thing I do when I do it as well. Yeah, um, it's got. Oh, here, here you go, Eric. Microsoft has big plans for stylus users. Ooh. Oh, do they? They do. The stylus ink... is a bag of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the new Windows <laughs> Ink introduces a... So, Windows Hello is obviously the trademark of what they're doing there. So, capital W, capital H. And Windows Ink, capital W, capital I. Windows Ink introduces a new panel with different applications like sticky notes, which can be accessed by pressing the stylus button. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. I don't know how to use it, but it's there. Yeah, Um, they can use that on the Surface. Ink can also be activated from the lock screen. Sticky notes can detect handwriting with Katana enabled and schedule meetings based on whether the user whether user writes keywords like dates, times, or contacts. How's that Katana, going? isn't that a Japanese fighting weapon? I thought it was a car. Yeah, or I think, or, or is it a, or is it a, uh, like a puffer fish you eat like sushi? <laughs> puffer oh, fish? Yeah, yeah. Might be a puffer fish. I don't know. It's making stuff up. <laughs> puffer fish sounds good. That's what I know. The Katana wind- is the... Siri copy katana is a yes. fighting weapon. There you go. And katakana <laughs> is the Japanese alphabet. Now, the, <laughs> the application allows users to perform tasks using their voice, like checking weather, playing music, and setting reminders without having to log in. Oh, hello, Apple. Basically Siri. <laughs> yeah, Tell right. me this. Basically. How many of you even use Siri or any of those things? You sit there talking to your phone for anything at all? No. Have- I don't, I don't very, very rarely. I don't the, only thing I use my, uh, the only thing I use my speech thing for is text messages because I don't type. I actually dictate my text messages. If I'm driving or something and a message comes in, I can say, hey, Siri, what was the last message? If she reads it out, then I can say reply and talk that way. But other than that, if I'm not driving, yeah, I that's it. it. That's right. Yeah, Unless I'm it. at a friend's place, I'm like, hey, check this out. Hey, Siri. And then say something or other. Yeah, yeah look, I hardly use it, but I'm glad it's there. Look, I use it for sometimes to dictate, which I, I don't often do. I, I just forget about that feature, really. But I use it to set reminders. I'll use it to add to calendar. So, you know, comes in handy. Works pretty good, I suppose. Yeah. You going to talk to your desktop with Cortana? No. Well, well, I don't think it sort of works on your desktop. I don't know. Yeah. I've never had it That's working. That's thing. Cortana is going to be working on your desktop. It's been working in the US and Japan or something so far. They haven't hadn't brought it to Australia yet, but they're going to activate it. But how oh, do, really? What okay. sort of mic does it use? Like, 
Just your webcam. Whatever you got plugged in. Like a webcam mic? Webcam mic, headset, Turtle Beach like I've got, or but does Eric's that ma- big microphone. But to access, the say, the webcam mic, the, the webcam has to turn on, or can it sort of just turn the microphone on and not the, the you know what I mean? Like, does I don't it know ha- about that one, but any other microphone that's currently plugged in, mine, this headset's always plugged into the computer, so I could just mention something, but... Right, okay. You could... Laptops and stuff are going to have microphones already built into them, so they'll just be put in listening mode like the Macs are. Right. For years, you've been able to go to any Google web page and say, okay, Google, and the web page will let you search. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose, like, I don't try it out too much because my mic's not always on. So after I do Sorry to all those people listening to the podcast who we've been saying, hey, Siri, and okay, Google, and now their machines are going crazy because it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Hey, Siri. Xbox, Xbox One shut down. What's the weather? Yeah, what about shove your, shove your iPhone in someone that's got a bloody uh, lisp and Siri goes crazy. Like, you know, despicable. You know, like Alan Searle. Alan Searle, yes. Yes, you get someone like that, put Siri in front of him, and she doesn't oh, shut up. It go off. Doesn't it explode? I know, it doesn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, all right. What have, what have you got for us, Eric? What did you find interesting this week? Well, it's like, this is something I just got a minute ago. <coughs> you were all talking earlier. Well, you weren't talking. You mentioned that. You said, oh, when's the HSC coming, blah, blah, blah. You know, the hybrid, mm, whatever. Yeah. Well, I just looked back, look at the old thingamajig. Hmm. Uh, what do you call it? Release. Oh, yeah. And apparently, they will start work on the HFC hybrid rollout September this year. I believe it's going to come to Rubino or Gold Coast 2017. And I, I read an article just... But they, yeah, because, because they started in September. So in January, you'll have it. But I've only... I read also... not less, There's a lot less to do with HFC compared to a complete, yeah. you know, build... But apparently they've only just started because they've only just signed contracts with everyone or something. Like I oh, don't look. Who knows? Yeah, look. I didn't. Pull, I didn't. Then. That story I read last week. I didn't pull it out because I'm just over over it. I just want it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I just want it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit frustrating. So HFC. So hopefully that will be coming. That's that's the hybrid. As a total of two thousand two hundred nineteen regions are forecast to receive an H. FC NBN connection before the end of 2018. Mm. So any time between now and 2018. So now Jace is on the mid-north coast of New South Wales and in a population of two, he's got the NBN. Yep. So that's, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> good work. He, what, and so he was just telling me before he's getting 12 down, one, two up, no, five I up. upgraded it to 25.5. Oh, that's right. The lowest plan was... How much are you paying for that, can I ask? How much are you paying for that? 70. That's all right. And what's your that's limit? the one I'm playing. Unlimited quota. Okay. Oh, man. Who's that for? <coughs> so if you went up to... Um, TPG. 140. 140. How much would that cost you? Uh, 99, I think it was. Okay, that's pretty good. That's how much yeah. I'm paying now. You don't want, you don't want 140? Snail. Don't really need it. No? no, you probably don't. Could pay you... an extra, extra twenty bucks for nothing, <laughs> or thirty. Yeah, it's up. It. It's the up speed that's that counts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got fast enough now to upload podcasts in like ten minutes, as opposed to overnight. So I'm happy <laughs> oh, with God. that. Yeah. 
Well, I've been doing the videos it's, and stuff and uploading using my 4G on my phone. Like, cause I've got yep. a monthly 8 gig, and I, I found that I wasn't using the 8 gig, and I thought, oh, hello, why don't I just use it just to upload everything, and I'll get to bed quicker. Yeah, I got 7.5, so, yeah, and, and I hardly use it. Hey, uh, Glenn, how mm. did you get 8 gig? I don't know. Did you go on contract? Did you get a new phone? Yeah, yeah. Telstra? Yeah. I you ha- did? Yeah, I think they gave me 1 gig... I think it, it was at something like six gig. Then I shared it with Kim, so they gave me another gig, and then they gave me Apple Music for two years, so that's another gig. I think. So, what plan are you on? How much are you paying a month? Uh, well, the, the whole plan, the in, internet and just yours. Well, I've got internet and two. No, you're just your mobile. My, my own mobile. Oh, yeah. Did you bundle it? Did you? Yeah, it's all bundled, but separated what did out. You bundle it with. Uh, well, my mobile, I think, is 113. Kim's is about right. 70. And right. the internet is about 100 and something. Right. I got a um, Telstra $40 a month plan for 7.5 gigs. Is that on a plan or a SIM prepaid? only. Oh, yeah. SIM only is good with Telstra mm. if you've got your own phone. Is that uh, 4G? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Those plans came out just after bloody iPhones came out. So yeah, everyone, I had to right. I had to convince Telstra that they actually had that plan because I'm like, every time I logged onto their app, it said you got one and a half gigs. So I went into web chat and I'm like, no, I should have seven. They're like, we don't have a seven plan. I'm like, yes, you do. Where's the page? Here's a link to your page. Okay, <laughs> well, prove that you signed up for the. I'm like, it's oh, in. Geez. You can see that in my account, can't you? No. So I said, forwarded the welcome to Telstra letter that had all the information and the quota, and they're like. Oh, okay, let us just increase that for you. Oh, yeah, they're good. Mm, they Left hand good. doesn't know what the right hand's doing. They're, <laughs> they're too big. They're too big. Um, did you have any stories, Jason? you want to impart yeah. onto us? Speaking of internet service providers, they're on notice. Stop putting pictures of fast athletes on broadband advertising. Tell us how good your service actually is. Mm. That's the call from the ACCC, which has today announced a review into the advertising and promotion of broadband services and the speeds and performance that ISPs offer their customers. Certainly time for an industry that's seen its fair share of dissatisfaction. In the first quarter of 2016, the TIO received more complaints about internet services than any other telco service. And in an industry flooded with plenty of plans from big and small providers, little more clarity could go a long way. ACCC argues that ISPs are not giving consumers clear information about broadband speeds and performance in their advertising plans and services. At the moment, it's difficult for consumers to access accurate information as broadband advertising is not focusing upon speed and performance. Consumers are being presented with little information or vague claims like boost and fast or just pictures in advertising of athletes or animals. Consumers need accurate information about broadband speed and performance so they can understand if what they are being offered will actually meet their needs. As part of the review, the ACCC has released a discussion paper calling on the industry to provide input about how consumer information could be improved. Ultimately, the watchdog is aiming to increase competition, get better results for consumers when they're spending money on this modern necessity. But it is right, isn't it? Like you see, you know, yeah, the, the athletes and the, the lines behind them, the wind and fast broadband and all this sort of. Oh, what is that? Yeah. And all this like I this, just got an idea. Sorry. <laughs> and all this sort of stuff, and like everyone's slow, you know. I oh, except Jace on the mid north coast. Well, the funny well, thing is, we're we're paying for twenty five five, but I get about ten three. Hey, right. Good day. Really. 
That's a bit rough. When we were twelve, one, I was getting about nine, and probably about three quarters of a meg. But now we're paying for twenty-five five. We get about ten on a good day, and three. Sometimes it's been right down to um, one, and I've had to reboot the modem two or three times just to get it to resync again. And then suddenly we get up between ten and fifteen, but it never gets to twenty-five five ever. But that's not that's right. Not right. If that's ADSL type. Stuff. Yeah, because yep. when you when you got fibre to your house, and I'm assuming it's straight to the house, mm. um, it should be a constant rock solid. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. had a guy it's from a single Telstra, connection. Had a guy from Telstra walk around a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, "We've been getting a lot of complaints in this area about the internet being slow and dropping out and stuff. Are you guys having that?" And at the time we were on twelve one, I was like, "Well, we get close to twelve one, so it's not too bad." But we're not through Telstra, but um, we never get the advertised speed, which is what they should be advertising as well. Because, like, I yeah, know, that's not right. Because that's the whole not. problem with the ADSL. Yeah, but I know, like, Eric and I are on cable broadband, and like, it's pretty solid, Eric. You can do a speed test pretty much any time at random, and you will yeah, get it'll be ninety plus. Oh, I could do it. And whenever. they say hundred down, two up. They say on the on the plan you've got and on what I've got, it says they precede, they advertise hundred megabits per second or more, right? And you get one hundred and thirteen, mm. whatever. And I get, I'm always getting about ninety eight, ninety nine. So I can't complain about that. But if they said hundred megabits per second, I was getting seventy five. I'd be complaining. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's I, what I'm paying for. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing a test right now, and I've got top of thirteen. 14. I wonder if that's a TPG uh, exchange or uh, you know DSLAM. But you know, know got yeah. the cheap cheap NBN DSLAM or something. I don't know. But it doesn't mm. matter. Like what? Why? What? Why? What's the point of putting fibre to the home if they're going to have some bottleneck at the exchange? Why are they scrimping? On no, this is what I, this is what I don't understand because you've got a, a dedicated fibre connection to your house. There should be no lag at all. That's right. Yeah. It should be as solid as the rock of Gibraltar. It's yeah, I've got solid. Uh, it. Should be a test if got no one's on it. Four. Yeah, that's right. And like, they can't come at you with, you know, everyone's on if Netflix. If the whole world switched off the internet and you, got, you were the only person on it, that's the speed you should be getting. Yep. Because it's dedicated. Yep. But you should that's be, wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. There's, stuff, there's gremlins. Somewhere that's not right. Somewhere. There's gremlins at the exchange, or that's not right. It's got possums chewing on your cables. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. <Bandicoots>. <laughs> Hello, you... <laughs> possums. How are you all today? I'll tell you, someone that was happy this week was uh, Steve. No, not Steve. Tim. Tim Cook. Do you like my comment, Glenn? Don't read it out. What did you put a comment in the <laughs> show notes? <laughs> no, under under Tim Cook's photo. Okay, right. Now, uh, okay, so why is Tim Cook happy? Tim Cook is happy because... Because he's taking credit for something he didn't invent. At an employee meeting in Cupertino this week, Tim Cook announced that Apple recently sold the billionth iPhone. One billion iPhones. What's wrong with that picture? Well, I'll tell you what's wrong. What's wrong wrong with that picture? Because he said they've recently sold the one billionth iPhone, but he's holding it up. That's so right. Who did he it's sell like, it to? Come on, but you just grab someone off the shelf. I yeah. need something to hold up. Yeah, that's right. I need a victory <laughs> lap. I need to do a victory lap. <laughs> so anyway, that's, uh, there you go. A, a billion iPhones. So Android devices were able to beat Apple, though, to the one billion milestone. 
I think, and when was that? That was September last year. Because, uh, I don't know, there's just, they're cheaper. There's, there's more of them, isn't there? So that's why, obviously more. Now, Apple yesterday, or this week, announced that it sold only, or just, it says in this, this, this is how this article was written, Apple yesterday announced that it sold just 40.4 million iPhones in its most recent quarter, a drop from 47.5. Oh, that's not a big deal, is it? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's an old phone. The S is, as the 7's nearly out. You would expect a decline as the, as the, as the year completes. Of course you would. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but anyway. People are going to start stocking up on an old phone when there's one out in two months. Yeah. Apparently the Apple's profit dropped 27% as a result. But the same, well, that's what, that happens every quarter when, the, when they when they release a new phone. Yeah, I know. I think people just worry too much. But it, I'm not upgrading. I'm, I'm due for an upgrade. You you got a I'm six, two years, mm-hmm. and I'm not upgrading because I've read all the rumor myths and whatnot, and then apparently it's definitely a, a no speaker jack. Yeah, headphone and jack. A slightly different camera. So how what's I'm that? not doing it. Success, success for the win. Oh, how come you? I think I'm going to do. I'm. I'm going to. I think I'm going to go the six S, um, Jason. Yeah, I had a look at the. They'll be. They'll be a lot cheaper. I think you'd hate. And um, I'm not going to go the seven. Not at all. Not with an iPhone. No iPhone. No headphone jack. Bugger that. Yeah. They want your Bluetooth everything. Yeah, but then you're going to have to buy their Bluetooth, and they say, "Oh, that'll be five thousand dollars, please." No way. (laughs) Look, I'm. I'm probably next phone. Like, I, I probably won't buy another iPhone. I don't think. Oh, well, this will last me a while. I can't go back to Android after all the trouble I had with them. I've given up. Why? What yeah. was the trouble? Um, look, mate, I did, a, I, I did an Android in between, what was it, 2010, probably? Because <coughs> I switched from, I don't know, yeah, maybe 2011. And I thought that's nice. It was a nice phone. But I just, it was such a hassle to upgrade, this, the crashing. This is my the, LG G3. Pay, got it shipped from Singapore from Kogan, and I've only ever put on standard operating system updates. I haven't hacked it. I haven't put on funky things or anything like yeah. that. And Tried to make it, it clean, basically. It just yeah, it just started rebooting for no reason, and I can't get it out of a reboot loop. And it was fine after the last software update. It was fine for like a month, and then just all of a sudden it starts doing a reboot. And I've plugged it in and had cleared off all of the apps and all the data that I had there. So it's just plain operating system and tried to reinstall that. And it just keeps reboot, 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 reboot. I had the HTC One M7 and that just, uh, the first one that I had, the um, headphone jack stopped working. So any time you plugged in headphones, the audio would still come out the speakers. So Telstra gave me another one. And then that started happening with that one after a couple of months. So I thought, bugger it, I'll just stick with it anyway. And then all of a sudden, it would just switch off and wouldn't come back on again. After a while, it would come back on and then it would go off. And eventually, it just stopped turning back on again. I took it to Telstra and they tried for an hour to get it to come back on because they thought, oh, you know, dead battery because idiot person mm-hmm. using it. But he tried it for an hour and he gave up. And he said, look, we're going to send you another one. So I said, yeah, you do that. I'll sell it on eBay and go buy an LG G3. And then I had issues with that with just mm, standard yeah. operating i'm going to try cyanogen or something on it just so yeah. i can revive it and see what that's like but i'm not going to buy another android because i've just had it they should just work that's mm. the thing with the apple it does just work no matter it what it just you do. works you're right it just says work but i'm a bit upset if the plans are right about their iphone 7 being what it is i'm just not going to get one i want to go the, the 6s or the 6s plus you know beautiful camera 
nice operating system. It just works. I think yeah, the plus yeah. be too big though. This one's good because you can just reach across there, and they've got the mm. light double tap on the um, home button will drop the uh, screen down halfway, so your thumb can reach the top reach when up, there's yeah. tabs and stuff. But if you get the S, it's just way too far for you to use one-handed, and they were the just plus. oh well. I've got the plus now, but I don't I don't use it one-handed anyway. So yeah, all okay. right, I don't mind that. I, I, I don't mind that. But you know. Disappointment with the i7 if it's true. Oh, look, I don't think Bluetooth headphones would worry me too much, really. Um, No, it's not that. That doesn't worry me. It's not that. When you're using Bluetooth, it doesn't worry me using it because it's discreet. There's no wires. That's fine. I get all that. But you're going to have to... either The thing's going to need charging, the head to headset, the Bluetooth. It'll probably just be a little wire thing like this, Mm. right? It'll probably just stop there. Um, But... Bluetooth, everyone knows, if you stream Bluetooth, and that's effectively what you're doing, you're streaming from your phone to your headset, it sucks the battery yeah, constantly, mm. right? So if you're going for a jog or you're listening to your radio in bed or whatever, podcast, you wake up the next morning, your battery will be dead. Mm. And that's you have to the keep thing. plugged in all the time. Constantly plugged in, which is not good for the battery to keep no. having it constantly plugged in. I well, that's why they want you to say not to do that. Buy a juice pack or something and keep that plugged in all the time as a second battery with a case. Yeah, that's but like see how ridiculous. Sticks. Then we're back to two thousand and eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And then they're going to say, "Oh, you know," and it it comes with the phone when you first buy it, but then suddenly, you know, a typical Apple it'll break after a few months, and then you're going to have to replace it for ninety nine dollars. You know. Yeah. Look, not, I, I don't. My battery in the success is crap. It, I think Apple are doing. It's a cynical grab, as far as I'm concerned, by Apple to. Get you by the short and curly, so you're stuck into their ecosystem. You have to buy their stuff that goes with the phone. Mm. Yeah, they will because have. Because they know that the iPhone can plug into it, but it'll be Apple only making them. Yeah, but because they know that the iPhones are, it's a mature product now. They know this, and they the Wall Street Journal wrote about this 12 months ago, and Glenn and I spoke about this a few weeks ago. That it's a mature market now. It's flat. Mm. How much more growth can you get easily? Invent another phone that people have to rely on for their accessories, and then you get an, a revenue uplift. And I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not going to be part of it. Yeah, because you can only get Apple accessories, and that's it. Yeah, that's but how they work. Isn't going to be part of it? Isn't Bluetooth like a, a standard though? So why? No, would... but it'll be the Apple Bluetooth. You know, oh, you know, it has to be the Apple Bluetooth. You think that's it'll, it'll sort of work with the others, but not as well. Yeah, yeah, it'll work, but it'll get crackly and all that sort of stuff. It's like, yeah, it's like, like the software they have on the cars. It's CarPlay, right? Apple CarPlay. If you were plugged in an Android phone, the CarPlay software is not going to pop up. No, only the, only the it's only going to pop up if you plug an Apple phone into it. Mm. Even the even the current headsets are like that. You can only use the um, control with the button to fast forward, volume up and down and stuff on the Apple headphones. You can't plug an That's Android right. headset or anything else in and control no. it. No, you can't. That's right. Because they've got they've got embedded in the plug some sort of firmware that mm. tells it what to do. Because yeah. I yeah. know, like, I bought a couple of charge. You know, those little lightning bolt chargers, whatever they call them, yeah. and yeah. for the phones from China or whatever. And yeah, they don't work anymore. They, or every one of them. So something's updated somewhere. Yeah, but, uh, they update because they put firmware on the chip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Eric. What else? Have you got another one? I have something else here. What have we got here? Let me just page down on this boy. Let me just see that. Census night. I saw that story. (coughs) Okay, quick story. 
Apple rumored to be include iris scanning capabilities starting in 2018. Hang on a minute. Isn't Windows already doing that? Mm. <laughs> oh, no, it's facial recognition. Sorry. <laughs> That's right, because Apple will say that we invented it first. Yeah. Windows. They're still calling it iris scanning because they, they reckon it's going to look at your eye. Rubbish. I reckon it's just going to look at your face, yeah. but it's going to look like it's looking at your eye. So they don't be again. They're not accused of copying Windows. Why can't they that's just make? Why can't they just make one that just smells you? And says, "Oh yeah." How about if I drop my pants and drop a great big <laughs> smelly one towards the microphone and see if that picks it up? <laughs> that's what Glenn was saying. I was doing earlier. Yes, that's po- true. Popping you off. Were. I popped off. <laughs> so that's that one. A short story. If you want to read about that, it's there. Uh, Apple appoints Bob Mansfield to oversee electric vehicle team. I think that's a bit of a rumour, but he's uh, he retired in 2012, but apparently he's uh, coming back to do their car thing. And Apple's Apple car rumoured 2020 launch may have slipped to 2021. Mm. Uh, I reckon they haven't announced maybe coming a bit later. <laughs> I just think that that's going to be 2025, yeah. uh, not 2021. There is no way in God's earth Apple is going to build a car as good as the current Tesla, for example. Mm. Yep. Um, if you're four and ye- that people are, people are going to want to buy. If you're four years away from a deadline, why would you extend it by one year, four years away? You know what because I mean? Because they like, probably know they're that behind. Yeah, but why They've would you just... done their project plan and gone, hang on a minute, at this stage, because we started a year and a half ago, according to our original project plan, at a year and a half, we should have hired... This many people, we should have built the plant, uh, we should have had the designers, we should have had the engineering done, and we're nowhere near that. So now we've got to, well, how much longer do we need? But wouldn't you? Another year. Yeah, but wouldn't you not make that public? Wouldn't you just keep it to yourself and go, That's well, the they issue. this is all speculation anyway. Oh, okay. speculation. Right. So, but yeah. speculators say the thing that may or may not be happening may take another year or not. That's right. May, or, or definitely, no, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Right. Now, tell Only me, maybe. hands up. Little quick survey. Mm. Hand up. Uh, Simon what? says, if an Apple car came out like the first version, I'll turn it up, and it was affordable, yeah. right? Let's call it. Let's call twenty five grand, right? Yeah. And it was beautiful inside. It did all the things that Apple's note, noted for. Designed like a Tesla. Would you buy one? No. No. Reason? I don't even want to Tesla's be on the road got with more one. experience in it, and right, they've yeah, had a lot reason. more practice with it. Yeah, and it's ver- version one of, and you don't buy version one of anything. anything. No. There you go, people. One hundred percent of Australians will not buy an Apple car. <laughs> we did a survey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the, yeah, a survey. Apple probably I, I, okay, at the very least, at the very least, one hundred percent of people up the east coast of Australia mm. will not buy an Apple car's first version. And if we I did see a sample in various sections of the east coast of Australia. That's right. Now, speaking of Apple watches, speaking of Apple and, and ridiculous products, look, I'm sure that they will come up with a good car eventually, but it won't be, and it and it won't be because they've developed developed in developed it in house. It's because they've stolen the Tesla engineers, which they're already doing, hmm. um, the Tesla battery engineers as well, which they're already doing. They're going to steal the um, the engineers from BMW, Mercedes Benz. Uh, who else are making them forward? Uh, who are the others that are making them in Europe? Porsche, Volvo, 
Bolt, Leaf. I don't know. No one's going to worry about Volvo. <laughs> but the German manufacturers, they're already, they're already poaching them. So it's not as if they're going to develop it because they're clever. It's because other people are clever. Getting on, speaking of clever, the Apple Watch. Remember last week on the Facebook when we were having a little short conversation about the new Targ Hoyer watch that they're bringing out? Yeah, yep. yes. That is a proper smartwatch. It looks nice, doesn't it? You like it? Beautiful watch. Mm. Was it two proper grand, smart. two and a half grand? Some yeah. of that? Yeah. Worth every penny. Yeah, Apple's Worth got a watch penny. for that much anyway, so... But also, you know, that Apple car, they've also opened up part of that, that space station building that they're working on or whatever, the, you know, the headquarters. They're doing UFO. perfumes and scents as well, the Apple scent. So they're, they're working on a Steve Jobs What's scent. What's the Apple scent? The smell of arrogance from the Cookie Monster? Is that what it, it smells is? like? Steve Jobs. <laughs> they're, they're working on a Jobsy scent. And what they're going to do is they're going to wash the car leather in the scent before they build the car. Are, are you taking... Are you, Taking the proverbials? I'm, I'm making up a rumour. Oh, good. Excellent rumour. <laughs> it's it's uh, the, the Apple scent. That Glenn, Glenn is right. Because, look, <laughs> there has never been a rumour about the Apple scent. And now we should trademark that name, the Apple scent. Apple scent. Apple scent. And eventually they'll get better and have, like, another 49 versions. It'll be the Apple 50 scent. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Good good stuff. But you got to you got to you've got to you've got to trademark that and patent that straight away because otherwise Cookie Monster will take credit. He will. We'll he listens to, to us every now. week. He does listen because he's looking, he's scouring around the world looking for ideas he can steal. He's and celebrating puts them now. as his own. He's already celebrating Talk- that joke. Yes. Talking about the he's talking about his their thigh. car though. <laughs> Apple is very scared to do anything they think might be a problem, particularly with PR and stuff. So I think they would not have a self-driving car for much, much longer. Oh, no. No way. They wouldn't no trust way. the they car to they self-drive. <coughs> Google have been working on this for many, many years, the self-driving car. And this even was like a couple of people died right. or whatever stuff happens. That's right. But Apple would and be Apple's like, holy gonna... crap, somebody died. That's it. That's the end. We're never going to do it Apple wouldn't do it. There's no way. They'd be stupid to do it. But it wouldn't surprise me if they did because they they have been that arrogant lately. Mm. And I tell you what, this is Cookie Monster's last hurrah. If he doesn't get this right, because he's come out with nothing since Steve Jobs died. Yeah, he's and I, you know me, Jason. I'm an Apple fanboy. Yeah, I love yeah. their product. Yeah. But when it comes to the Cookie Monster, he has had his time. He's not. He's not visionary. He's not exciting. Well, yeah, tops of over he's not an ideas long. man. He's hopeless. Hopeless. Desktops need a refresh. Hmm. Hopeless. I need a new scent. His, his product was the Apple Watch, and it's a disaster. Yeah. 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 And that was mostly. It looks like a, it looks like the old digital watch I had when I was in Year Seven. <laughs> the calculator watch. Yeah. yeah, they were awesome, right? Yeah, back then they were. I loved that in Year Seven. Yeah, they were cool. And I, and I didn't have to plug it in to charge it every no. half hour. <laughs> no, are, that's a shocker. Jace, have you got another another something for us? Oh, yeah. The Fitzner family have received their first quarterly energy bill since Natural Solar installed their Tesla Powerwall and solar system in January 2016, with the price of their power plummeting from $660 to a mere $40.46 in energy oh, charges. Sweet. That's a payback period of extraordinary six to seven years on the system. Managing Director of Natural Solar said that they knew the result would be good, but having the data to back it up just cements it for us. It's extraordinary to see such... Sorry, go on. 
It's extraordinary to see such significant decrease for the Fitzner family clearly demonstrates why we're experiencing such strong demand for our home and commercial battery storage solutions. Williams described the Fitzners as being energy conscious customers. When speaking to Nick, he revealed that he simply does the standard things anyone would do when having a solar system installed. The functionality of the Tesla Powerwall is simple. With this device storing solar energy during sunlight hours, allowing homeowners to use it at night, avoiding the need to sell excess energy back to the grid. The Powerwall, which carries an impressive 10-year warranty period, has such a range of new and varied functionalities. Based in Sydney's Hills District, the Fitzner family includes four bedrooms, internal laundry, a pool, and outdoor entertaining area. Their personal renewable energy solution includes the Tesla Powerwall, an array of five kilowatt power of solar panels, a solar edge inverter and fully integrated bi-directional cloud-based monitoring software to see the input, direct output of energy from the entire system and the Tesla Powerwall. The mm. family schedules everything so as to preserve the power stored for nighttime usage. Devices are run during the day, the dishwasher in the morning, the pool pump in the afternoon, and not at all if it's cloudy. And the oven use isn't limited, though. He says his wife is a great cook. Yeah, right. Well, but so the power wall, so it's got a 10-year warranty. So what, I wonder what the lifespan would expect to be, though. Like, pay it off in seven, so you get three years of, say, free goodness. I reckon it'll probably go one or two years after that, the mm. lifestyle, before you... Uh, but I wouldn't buy anything like that, because it's new technology, so it's, the price will come down. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I would buy something like that when the payback period is between three and four years. Yeah, yeah. I think he said it cost about sixteen thousand to install everything, so it's not yeah. for everyone just yet. But once mm, no. it starts becoming when it comes more down common, to, look, I'm, yeah. I'll be happy when it comes down between five and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, my That'd op- be bloody brilliant. My hot water service blew up through the week. Ah. Was, yeah, stupid thing. Yeah, I saw that. Did you replace the tank? Yeah, had to get a whole new one. Got an electric one. Uh, solar turned out to be about three and a half grand, and electric was like Did a thousand. You, uh, so. Do you have gas in your house? No. Only if he oh, has cabbages and onions and baked beans. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so, but um, yeah, but like you know, the tank that was in this place, you know, because we've only just moved in here, the tank that was here, the manufacturing date was like nineteen eighty seven, so it had a good innings. Right. It was like thirty year old. Before you were born, Glenn. Sorry, because yeah. our our one broke a few few weeks ago and it was electric hot water big massive tank sitting in the laundry mm. not wasn't even hidden or anything took up so much room yeah it was over two meters high massive thing so it went no hot water so i just ring up whatever and they because we've got gas i just put continuous gas hot water mm. little box that sits outside on the wall yeah that's pretty good we don't have gas in the ground mm. so um yeah would have had to- bottles you can, but oh, I could be bothered. Look, we, I just wanted it replaced as quick as possible. I just didn't want to muck around. I'm sick of mucking around. So I just replaced it with an electric one. It would cost me 1000 bucks. So happy days. Uh, and happy days for you too, Eric. You live in Sydney. I wonder if this is you. Uber. Oh, Uber oh, Eats no. is now in Sydney. It's, uh, I, work, don't, I don't use Uber. Working I still in, like taxis. Oh, you might you like this You can order a Big Mac. Yeah. Working in partnership with over 100 restaurants, Uber Eats is a standalone app on Android and Apple. Users are able to log in with their existing Uber accounts and pay with a card they've already got stored. How's this? Now, restaurants offering delivery through the service include, which I've never heard of any of them, Eric might, he lives down there, Three Blue Ducks, Sake, Butter, Thievery, why would you buy something from thievery? Um, for, for, <laughs> you don't need to. That's the point, right? 
That's the point. They just take your money. Yeah, and the food never comes. That's right. Uh, Fratelli Fresh and Love Supreme. Now, Uber Eats is limited to Sydney's inner suburbs. Is, is this you? Is this it's all the eastern suburbs, wankers. Is, yeah. <laughs> so this isn't you then? You're, you're not in no. eastern suburbs? Bondi. No, wouldn't live there for all the tea in China. So where about you're more out to the west? I'm I'm on the north. I'm on the west. Give me a break. <laughs> He's a North Shore boy. Uh, to celebrate. Can you tell? I've got the upturned collar. Isn't that a dead giveaway? Yeah. Should be. <laughs> it is the launch. Delivery will be free for a limited time. Eventually a five dollar flat fee will be charged. Customers can make orders between eleven AM and ten PM. Seven days a week. There you go. Eastern suburb people. Surrey Hills? That sort of Jump area? On it. Bondi? Right. Sorry, Hills. Bondi? Oh, it looks like Balmain just misses out. But anyway. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, look, there's a picture. Um, all right. Oh, look, the next story is a good one. Is that, Eric, you got any more? Let's keep going with you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm done, my You're friend. You're good? All right. Well, I'll have another one because I've got one that's really interesting. This is one that probably, uh, Jace, want to pick up for an old fart geek. One episode because, yeah. like, you don't have to talk about computers. What about this guy? Incredible collection of over 400, four, that, that, 400 vintage boom boxes is up for wow. sale. Now, have a look what this guy's got. He's a New Zealander, he's collected boom boxes for 15 years. He's auctioned his Ooh. entire collection, according to Kenton. This is the guy that he has, might be able to get enough, he'll get enough money to fly back to New Zealand. No, he's in New Zealand. <laughs> He's starting the bid at $20,000, but says he could easily sell the top 20 units for that much. August the 1st is when uh, when the, when bidding stops. I don't think he's got any bids yet. It's not on eBay. It's on some sort of New Zealand uh, auction house listy thing. But, um, yeah, go and have a look at some have a look at the pictures. Go to the show notes and have a look at some of the pictures and link back to the article. There's um, He's got, you know, the boombox is? Does everyone know what a boombox is? Yeah, it's a, like a ghetto, a ghetto blast they used to call yeah, it. Yeah, little portable cassette recorder, you know, a couple of speakers, one speaker yeah. each side, you know, single. That's what you call a guy, a guy who shoots lizards is a gecko blaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must be getting towards the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go and have a look at old Kenton's stuff, what he's got there. How many more have I got? I've got a uh, a couple. You got any more, Jace? Uh, probably one more will do. Okay. After a number of network outages that left Telstra red-faced this year, the telco has announced a $250 million investment to improve network resilience Mm. and increase capacity across its network nationwide. Hurrah! In February, Telstra admitted that a significant number of customers were left disconnected after an embarrassing human error knocked out its network. Mm. The telco was hit with similar issues a month later. Both incidents led to widespread customer criticism with Telstra offering free data days to make peace. Now Telstra CEO Andy Penn is promising cold, hard cash to fix the problem. I think Vodafone had to do this at one stage. Mm. The the quarter mil, uh, 250 mil will be spent on enhancing the mobile network's resiliency, improving Telstra reliability and core network and increasing ADSL broadband capacity to meet increasing demand. It's not new money. Telstra has spent total spend for the next six to 12 months remains the same. But speaking to media today, Penn said Telstra was prioritizing network improvements with this investment. They didn't confirm how much the telco had originally set aside. 
but there was an indication the telco was keen to make up for embarrassing problems in the past. After reiterating Telstra had gone through a very, very long period of no issues of this magnitude, it had faced two or three incidents that caused more widespread impact than before. Man, if you're trying to push that copper... Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's crazy. But the funny thing is, Jason, in the States, they have um, rejigged their copper network that they can get 100 megabits from copper. Yeah. In the States, yeah. They probably got... 100 down and, 100 down and about 10 or 15 up. That's Has their good. copper been patched together with Coles plastic bags and a bit of silicon? Maybe. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I don't know how they do it. I just I read about this about a year yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I read Because, you know, America is such a big place that and a lot of communities were getting together saying, oh, you know, let's do this. Do you know, and some of the telcos were actually just rejigging the technology mm. at the exchange end yep. to send um, faster data. I think they're using some sort of compression algorithm. Okay. Probably, but but anyway, I don't care. I just want it to happen. I don't care how it happens. I just need I don't it. care what they do. Just do it. Now, look, just quickly, want to take that up with Murdoch. He's the one who doesn't want people streaming video, which is the whole reason why we're not getting updated to decent stuff. Oh, what would he know? Well, he's got a paywall now. He's had it so for ages. a lot of his stuff's got a paywall, so it'd be in his benefit to mm. do it. But even things do. like like you know how you, on the Foxtel you got the Fox News Channel on Foxtel. Yep. Well, then, okay, so you, you subscribe to Foxtel, you get your Fox News channel, everything's good. But on the Foxtel Go, it's not Fox News isn't on the Foxtel Go. So oh, obviously, hey, well, you can't watch I it. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's only CNN. So you can't watch Fox News on the Foxtel Go. So <laughs> he's obviously you can, just... You can watch Sky News, though. Yeah. But, then, yeah, but not Fox News. That's you, know, you can't do Fox News. But didn't he just become chairman or something again of the Fox Network? He's just... Oh, I don't know. How old is he? Like, 100? I don't know. 120. Uh, 110, probably. Yeah. Now, just... they're drinking all the uh, virgin goat's blood. Mm. Ew. That's like what the Rolling Stones do. They they, they (laughs) put new blood in the left hand and let the old blood trickle out the right hand. And they get... Yeah, blood transfusions once a month. Whole refreshed. That's Keith's secret. It's like an oil change on a a 100-year-old car. Mr. Burns. Yeah, well, that's what, what was Keith, Keith Richards? Didn't they? Wasn't he saying that he uh, his his secret to longevity was he just snorts his father, his father's ashes every month or something? Oh, something God. Like, so, <laughs> then you have some weird dreams, man. <laughs> All right, look, I just wanted to quickly talk about this census. No more chili before bedtime for you. <laughs> <laughs> the orange juice, that's what does it. Now, that's the it. 2016 census, I got my letter today with the password and everything. It's all online this year. Oh, oh I haven't got anything. Well, this that's time round, yeah, look, I got my little my little census letter. Woo, there we go. What's your login password? Yeah, yeah that's why I flashed it. Now, the Austra- now it's, rever- <laughs> <laughs> it's reversed its long-held policy. This is the ABS. Uh, as long-held policy not to use people's names and addresses for the data sets it produces from the count in hope it will be able to better inform national policy-making and decisions. Now, the census is on August the 9th. Historically, the uh, ABS researchers stripped at the census data, which includes things like marital status, religion and employment details, of identifying markers like names and addresses before they analysed it and created data sets. Now, this has been the approach for over 100 years, but that is all about to change. Last year, the ABS decided it would keep names and addresses this time around. 
So I don't know how. how, how do you, have you heard about this, Jace, Eric? Like, are you guys happy? Or any comment on the I'm not happy No, about it, I, I heard about this and I'm not happy about it. No, so. Okay. Private, privacy issue. All they need is data. They need to know things like are you married? How many kids you got? Um, <clears throat> you know, whatever those are, those vague general questions that still helps them, mm. you know, plan demographics and cities and hospitals and schools, all that sort of stuff. That's fine. But you don't need my address. You don't need my name, and you don't need how much I earn. No, yeah. last year they decided they would keep names and addresses this time around so it can better link census data with other information to create yeah, what they call nah, a richer... I'm, I'm very cynical. That's Big Brother. They want to link that, mm. what you say in the census, to what you're lodging in your tax return. And I don't like that at all. Well, that, that's right. Look, well, that, then that's not what it's meant to do at this stage I know it's not what it's meant to do. But mm. it, that's what it's going to do. The linkage process that we use... This is a... Uh, who's this talking? Duncan Young, the Census Program Manager. The link is, linkage process that we had to use previously after... Did I say that? The linkage process that we had to use previously after names and addresses were destroyed was to probabilistic linkage. So linkage based on someone's state of birth, marital status and religion of Australia they live in. So using those kind of characteristics, you can do some pretty reasonable quality linkage. We could link at about an 80% success rate. Okay, so once they strip the names and addresses, they could still link at an 80% success rate. However... Yeah, I heard um, Leo talking about that about a year ago where they had a journalist was given just a bunch of random data about a a person and they managed to track down who the person was and go over and visit them wow yeah right so however it's significantly less than 80 percent for some population groups so all this is pretty much so we're keeping names and addresses invading everyone's privacy all for the benefit of um a significant significantly less than 80 percent for some population groups like those that are more mobile and move often so that leads to you either not having information that Australia needs to make decisions or leads you to have to run extra surveys. Oh, it's just all rubbish. The ABS plans to turn a person's name into an anonymous key that can't be reversed. But I think Jace has just uh, said that, you know, anything anonymous can be uh, brought. Anything, anything that converts a name to a key needs an algorithm and any smart programmer will do a reverse hack on that. Mm. So that's right. If they if they were serious, why would they key it anyway? Why didn't they just replace it with gobbledygook, like just totally random? Yeah, replace it with wing with wingdings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now the original names and addresses were destroyed after four years, as compared currently yeah, to eighteen months. That's not good enough. No, none of the agencies. None of the agency's researchers will be able to view name and address data while working with other census information and addresses. And anonymised names will only be used for projects approved by senior level committees. Yeah, but who's this is uh, the problem? Who's who's um, policing the police? Nobody. Yeah. We have no. So they in- say all this stuff, but in the background they're doing a you know a, a Mr Burns. Oh look, oh, look, my thing. They're 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 not going. They've got no plans in doing the wrong thing now. But ten years time, oh, we'll just change that bit of legislation. We'll get all that. All those Ten names. years, give it 12 months, mate. Yeah, 12 months. That's why I don't believe in superannuation. I don't do it because it changes every set to every two seconds. I just well, that's, that's rubbish. That's, that's, that's another issue, that's which rubbish. is a disaster. Yeah, it's rubbish. Absolute disaster. So why would you bother? So we're, we have no interest in individuals, and that's why we can use anonymous keys 
and take away from census data and never put them back because we don't want to know. That is such rubbish. Yeah, and we don't need to know. Why ask for it? So, well, then why ask for it? If yeah. you don't need to know our name and you're and you're going to black it out, you're going to redact it in inverted commas. Then why ask for it in the first place? Because if you what, don't need it, then I'll leave it blank. So their explanation is here, because we don't want to know and we don't need to know that this is Joe Blow's record, we just want to know that person A here is person A there. What a, For what purpose? What a load of crap. See? But, yeah. So, any, so what are you going to do? Rubbish. What are you going to do, Eric? Are you going to put your name on it or are you going to put in... No, I'm going to tell him not. I'm going to tell him I wasn't home. Mr. Finkelstein. I was just telling I wasn't home. No one was home. But aren't you supposed to... You're supposed to be included in someone's census. That's the where you stay the night, isn't it? Or something yeah, else? Stay in, a yeah. car. stay in the car in the driveway. With no internet access. That's He's right. homeless. I was, I was out. I was a hobo. I was a, I was a hobo for a night. I was, a, I was out looking for Pokemons. <laughs> That's it. There you go. We were, we all were. That's right. Um, all right. Let's uh, see. Did what's, you... the, what's the what's the penalty if you don't fill it in? Well, there was a guy. If you go back and read that story, go back and link to the story. There was a guy that uh, who used to work for them, and he was against it as well. And he said it's a total invasion of privacy. But he said. Oh, look, I can't remember. I haven't got that that bit of the article here in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he said something like that. There's no that the legislation, the census legislation, doesn't have provision to prosecute anyone that doesn't put their name on it. Something like that. Something to that effect. So, um, look, go to the show notes and have a look if you want to. Follow, if you if you got a bee in your bonnet about the the names and addresses. Oh, I have. Mm. Can't stand it. I think it's wrong. So. Um, yeah, so... You know, why should I tell them the names of my kids, for example? How's mm. that any of their business? My kids' names you know, are this A, age B, and they're this, uh, this age, and they're yeah. this sex, that's it. Yeah, that's Jimmy, fair enough. Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. But look, they probably got all the information anyway, like, you know, through the ATO, Centrelink, and whatever, Medicare. But I don't know. You So, well, that, what do you reckon then, Eric? They got all the information, so what, you just don't trust the... No, but it's the, not the that. ABS. It's the aggregating of the information. It allows them to put the complete picture together, and I don't like that. Because mm. <clears throat> this is going to become the head document. Okay, this is the head document, and that'll go to Medicare, tax office, um, health fund, bank, ATO, right, whatever. All right, well, looks no, like... looks not like on, you, Not on, you, not on. Looks like Eric's going to do some homework on that. He's he's pretty serious, so we'll find out. Yeah, he's we'll, studying law, you know. Yeah. It says here, the legislation says nothing about the destruction removal or management of data it's up to the abs to best determine the most appropriate way to do that yeah okay i'll leave it up to you no not a chance Mm. but all right well let's uh we'll we'll come back to that maybe if we if we think about it in another in a future episode before the census and we'll find out what we're all going to be doing if we're allowed to say what we're going to be doing i'll be john citizen yeah, that sounds good. Now, look, I've just got one last quick one, only because I've... Oh, hang on, one last thing. Yeah. And it's online, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You can... So that's the other thing. They, they've got the, the IP address as well, mm. which they can easily track. Once it's got an IP address, they just go, oh, it came from Telstra. Telstra, who's that IP address? But why would they want it? So if I fill it in, it's via VPN. But, <laughs> but why would they want it? And I'll be doing it from Canada. <laughs> But why'd they want to? Why'd they want to do That's all not this? the point. 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's an invasion of privacy. Yeah, I know. I, I Look, I'm pretty easy when it comes with all this sort of stuff, but I, I think that this could be a bit too much for me. <laughs> I just don't think that they do... I don't think they do need your name. Uh, maybe even your... Maybe... Oh, look, I could probably handle just the address. No, uh, they don't need but, that either. I'm not giving them that. No. But they, what about suburb? Street? Suburb? Suburb's fine. No, yeah. not street. Suburb. suburb. Australia. Yes. Okay, so uh, well, <laughs> this is what they're up to next, Eric. While you're filling out your census form, don't worry about your VPN. Worry about your keyboard getting hacked. Now, a, vul- no. a vulnerability across at least eight brands of wireless keyboards let hackers read keystrokes from 250 feet away. What's that, 125 metres? Something like that. The problem is that the keyboards <laughs> transmit their associ- to their associated PCs without encryption. Now, look, I don't know where this story came from, but... Oh, that's that's rubbish, because like it's not rubbish. Although this is probably you know probably happening, and it's something that if you're in a business that you've got sensitive data or whatever, you may want to have a think about this about using wireless keyboards and the like. Hmm, that is a problem. But uh, you know the story goes on that the uh, keyboards that were examined were keyboards that you've never heard of. Anchor, A N K E R, Radio Shack. I didn't even know they were still going. Insignia, G E Jasco. Eagle Tech, and a couple that I have sort of heard of, Hewlett-Packard, but I don't think I've ever seen a Hewlett-Packard keyboard. Kensington, I thought they made locks. And Toshiba, never seen a Toshiba keyboard. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's right there. So anyway, they uh, used transceivers from Mozart Semiconductor, which, yeah, so anyway, that's the problem. There's some problem. So anyway, it's something good just to think about anyway. Look, your keyboard may be Logitech, there's... Logitech, Microsoft, they may be all safe, but uh, it's something if you're in a sensitive environment, maybe you should do some due diligence on your keyboard and wireless mouse. Just keyboard. Unless you're using ING to log into your bank account. All right, that's about it. Cool. That's it. Yeah, lovely. All right, good stuff. Good to see you again, Jase. Yeah, you too, guys. Yeah, so I hope to see you again pretty soon if you're not doing anything next it's week. It's been real. Yeah, <laughs> real, man. <laughs> All right, pity cent. See you, Eric. See you next week. See you, mate. See you, whatever. All right, so uh, thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget the Aussie Tech Radio and the latest episode of the Aussie Max Zone and Old Fart Geese. First episode in 12 months, so it should be good. Hopefully another Obsidian Loft soon. Good stuff. You'll have to start a Pokemon one up soon. Obsidian Loft meets Pokemon. (laughs) All right, thanks, everyone. They have uh, Pokemon mod packs you can play Minecraft. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you won't go there. No, not now anyway. All right, that's it. Thanks for thanks for coming in. Thanks, everyone, for downloading, watching on YouTube or the Aussie Tech Radio or wherever. Uh, like our Facebook page, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.